When do you think it became the hot dog as a name instead of like a type of sausage of some kind? I think some of this a little bit was covered in Ken Bird's baseball deck. Yeah, I was going to say baseball. It's related. I could never stay awake through that thing. I think that, like, I remember it was, like, it started as, like, a weird ham sandwich that people could, like, eat easily. Mm. And then, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how it became the hot dog, rather than a sausage or, or ham. Like, or ham too. in Germany, do they have hot dogs, and do they call them hot dogs? Or any other European country? Or would other Europeans look at a hot dog and go, like, that is the worst sausage ever. What the fuck are you Americans eating? The worst worst, you know what I mean? Yeah. They'd probably call it some kind of worst, you know. However you want to spell it. A bologna worst? (laughs) Yeah, it's like a bologna worst. (laughs) Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazminski. And here we go, Season 6, Episode 2. We've read the tutorials of Final Fantasy VIII. I mean, they're going to sprinkle more tutorials that we've already read about kind of throughout. Yeah, well, because we're now going to go into the fire <laughs> cave, where I think we're going to learn a bunch of stuff about how the game works. Do well, they no, do more? no, because the GF tutorial already happened. But I right. mean, like, as you're playing, like, they show you how the limit breaks work. Like, mm-hmm. they keep dropping tutorials. Right, but we read it all at the console last week. It's, there's so much inverted about this Final Fantasy fantasy like you don't want to pay attention to final fantasy school it isn't helpful to read all that stuff up <laughs> don't front. level up that's also another <laughs> like thing everything we'll is written for it yeah yeah then we got beaten by a t-rex yeah we got we lost to the t-rex but that was just unlucky we should have run away quistus told us to she did tell us to she didn't have her junctions on now we're gonna go out with all the junctions yeah. correct and avoid the t-rex we haven't realized yet this is like the rare final fantasy where running away is fine you don't really it's get really penalized for running away from fights something that's worth doing a lot of the time mm-hmm. so with that let's get going on it we're uh, out front of the school with quistus about to try to go back to the fire cave mm-hmm. episode two <laughs> Let's go. Final Fantasy. Really, I'm trying to understand this inscrutable game. Yeah. Whatever, let's roll out. I like this little music. This is good. I like the vibe of this game. Yeah, me too. She said it was to the east. That's gotta be it right there. Yeah. Stay out of the woods. So we walk up to the entrance of the fire cave where there's a couple of faculty members waiting for us. Mm-hmm. Objective is to obtain a low-level GF. I bet if we're in a fire cave, we're going to get Ifrit. Yeah, that sounds about right. Select a time limit. Uh, they give you an option of 10, 20, 30, or 40 minutes to complete the test. 20 or 30 minutes? It's hard to tell like what this timer means, Like if it matters. Mm-hmm. If you pick a longer thing, do you go on a longer route, or is it? I just don't think like... you go on a longer route. I just think it's easier. Let me look this up if there's anything to this. You want to check the guide? I feel like it'd be easier to Google, honestly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Matt Huster. That's at Sankus on Twitter for sending us the guide. It was very nice of him. Matt Matt Huster. Maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong. Oh, if you go for a shorter time, you get a higher seed rank when you graduate. Oh. Which, like, who cares? (laughs) There's just so much to explain about this game. I'm not going to get into what seed rank means right now and, like, bog us down with yet more (laughs) just technical details. But suffice it to say, it doesn't really matter what your seed rank is when you graduate. I mean, is this, like, the equivalent of, like... The reactor timer at the beginning of seven. Like, do you want it for twenty minutes or thirty? We're minutes? going twenty. Let's do twenty. We have no idea what we're doing. No, we don't. So we picked twenty minutes and we enter the fire cave, the first dungeon of the game. You know the boys often choke on this test when I come with them. Guess my charm makes them nervous. Uh, Hot for teacher. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, whatever. I'm just kidding. Trying to keep you relaxed. That's all. There you go. I like this music. Yeah. This is all part of the test, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, now these seem like things we can mm-hmm. probably kill. Yeah, we're fighting two bats. Mm-hmm. Very different than the fucking T-Rex. I got five thunders. I want to hear that music. Hit me with it. <laughs> yeah! 
Yeah, I like that beat. <laughs> we got two M stone pieces. Wait. Oh, our GF's got AP. That must be how they level up. Okay. Nope. Bombs. An elemental monster. Use an ice attack for these. Okay, can do. Shiva leveled up. Wow. That was not a long interval. <laughs> no, it was not. This is the first indicator of the encounter rate in this game. It's really high. Yeah. But anyway, the dungeon's actually really small. It's just like a straight line from the entrance to the cave to Ifrit. I think it's like three screens or something. And we arrive at Ifrit. Yeah, here he is. Ifrit. Sweet. Yeah, we got 14 minutes to fight this. We'll be fine. And then probably escape. Oh, this is cool. I can just cast Cure from him on myself. Sweet. One cool thing about the draw system is you can just use whatever magic the enemies have, like, immediately. So even if you have none, you can use whatever they got. And Ifrit's got cure, so we're using it to cure ourselves. Mm -hmm. But as the battle goes on, we cast Shiva, which Ifrit gets, like, pretty pissed off about. They have Shiva? <laughs> He's like, fuck! For me to lose to a human. Very well, I will join you. We win, yay! Fuck yeah! We didn't get experience. We got a G returner, six of them. Oh, and we got Ifrit's card! Alright. So we beat Ifrit, mm -hmm. and we're still like, we gotta get out of here to complete the test on time. But Quistus <laughs> decides that now is like the best time for another tutorial. In the middle of the exam, she's still teaching. How are we only learning this stuff on the last day of school? The fact that we're learning this stuff about GFs now is like a major plot hole in the game. There isn't much time, but let me go this real quick. You got yourself a GF. If you junction the GF, you'll be able to use LMJ ability. Here's an explanation of elements. Oh my god. Oh my god. Junctioning can change basic parameters such as strength and magic as well as elemental parameters. I think I get this. Oh god, I didn't get this. So yeah, one way you get GFs in this game is by fighting them and beating them. There's mm -hmm. a few other ways. But what they explain to us now is that not only can GFs like increase your health points or your defense or whatever, this is also how you like add elements to your weapon and your armor. Right. You're going to be able to junction thunder to your armor, which will allow you to absorb it eventually, mm -hmm. or, you know, at least, like, you reduce can, the damage yeah. from thunder-type attacks. Or you could put thunder on your sword and attack with thunder, and then... We don't get there yet, but there's even a layer beyond where you can put status effects on your weapons and armor using junctioning too. Which gets really fun, but at this point it's just like, get, let us play a little, The please, thing that kind of love sucks of is they explain all of this to you up front, and it's quite a while before you really unlock these yeah, abilities. Yeah, tell us when we unlock them, please. Oh, you can put, like, elemental on your weapon and on your person. Oh, oh. I'm not as big a fan of how the uh, health and ATB bars in this as they are in seven. Like I like, I prefer, I think, to have the big blue. Yeah, the health bar and then the ATB bar below it. Yeah. On top of that, this game commits a sin which we will not stop complaining about. I think for the rest of the season which is that it doesn't show your character's maximum HP ever. It, it doesn't. They've stripped down the like HUD that shows you all the battle information to a point that it's worse than any other Final <laughs> Fantasy I've played. Like, they don't show you enough. Just give me a little more information about the status of these characters, please. Show you, like, 316 out of what? You know? Like, that. What's our max HP? <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, I mean, I'm just going to get into detail here. I think the font they have for, yeah. like, the numbers looks and the name, shitty. like, looks shitty. Like, something that they didn't get around to stylizing at all. Mm -hmm. Also, the cameras in this battle, it's less frenetic than in 7. Like, you're doing less, like, flying all over the place. Mm -hmm. But more often than in 7, they block your view of, like, who you're using. You'll have someone down, and you'll be trying to use a phoenix down, and you're like, who is my cursor on? Right. And it's, like, <laughs> impossible to tell, and then it, like, switches on you as you're gonna press the button, and because, like, the camera changes, mm -hmm. and the order changes. It's just one of the weird things that, like, of all the things technically about this that are, like, world's better than seven like this is one of the things that it's like this is it worse. Seems worse we did it out of the cave out of the cave time to save uh -huh. 
So yeah, we're done with the fire cave and we're headed back to school. Getting in some random encounters along the way, there's yet another tutorial. Squall has apparently made it through, I don't know how many years of school, without <laughs> learning how to pull the trigger on his gun blade. Yeah, she's gonna teach us how to shoot. Squall, you still remember? The R1 is the trigger. What uh, as you strike? Okay. What? Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. And then you can gun attack while you hit? Yeah. Oh, did it do extra it did. damage? It blew up, at least. And another little detail about combat in this is Squall's gun has, like, a timed crit. Like, uh -huh. if you if you hit a button at the right time when he's attacking, you, you deal significantly more damage. A lot of JRPGs do this, but I hadn't seen it in a Final Fantasy until yeah, this. Yeah, I hadn't either. Like, it's in Mario RPG and all right. the Paper Marios. But it's in a lot of games, but... Only Squall has It's only Squall, because it's the gun blade. He right. has to fire the gun blade as he as slashes he you. Slashes. Yeah, I do love in JRPGs when you can hit a button when your guy attacks I and it does mixed, extra. I have mixed feelings about it. Because at a certain point, you just want to be hitting A, X through all this shit. And sitting here like, oh, R1. I don't know what to make of the fact that, like, one of my favorite types of games, I willingly admit, like... You don't I, really want to play I this. I don't really want to be playing. Like, halfway through <laughs> my, my favorite games, I just want to mash X and not have to think about it at all, period. And I'm, I'm like, when you do this timing thing, it at least makes the grind more fun, more interesting. But but does it? Like, if you have to be... Like, imagine if we were doing the Gelmica grind. Yeah, and, and you every had to time, be hitting R1 properly every like time. I feel like I would have liked it, it would, better. Or it would be twice as long, and every time you miss, you're yeah, like, fuck! Yeah, all right. Fuck me! You convinced me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think it did like 20 more damage. Yeah, how do we one up the Buster Sword? Make it a small a sword, but put it. a gun on it. It's still pretty big. <laughs> Compared to the Buster Sword? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's still, it's still a big sword. It is. So we completed our field test, and we make it back to school. Well done. Let's see. Oh, yes. Taking care of your GF. This is something you have to watch out for. Oh my god. god, dude. I'm like exhausted. We haven't seen the GF tutorial? Not this GF tutorial. Yeah, they're about to teach us how you choose what your GFs are upgrading as they're leveling up. Yeah, which is a whole mechanic where as the GF gets AP, it's applied to a specific skill that that GF is mm -hmm. learning. And you can, you can choose like which ones you want to learn first. I want to make it clear. We liked this game overall. We're yeah. like complaining a lot at the beginning mm -hmm. here. But you got to remember, we had spent like seven hours waiting to start it. Right, because we, of the construction when we were making mm -hmm. food. We started seven hours late, <laughs> so I was already kind of tired. And then we just sat there looking at a menu and reading all of the instructions for a good hour. Well, yeah, we were like, let's go, hit play. We're now <laughs> over an hour into the game, and like nothing very interesting has happened. Okay. The GF will level up as it gains experience. Okay, so you select what the AP is going to be going towards. And then it's actively learning that mm -hmm. ability. Yeah. That's cool. So on our way into the school, I run into a random NPC, and this guy plays cards. This is a thing that you keep doing where I'm like, why are you playing cards when you have it saved, man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Let's play. Apparently, if you lose, you can take whatever card he wants, including Ifrit. And you can never get it back. Oh, he's got a cactar. Oh, I don't think I totally get this game yet. It was close. So the guy quickly kicks my ass and takes my effort card. Reload. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh. How do I? And grip. <laughs> <laughs> when was this save? Was this outside of the fire cave? Yeah. What else did we do in that time? I mean, we. Do we junction the tutorial? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? So while Ryan was in the bathroom, I get into a random battle and it teaches me Squall's limit break, Renzo Kukin. Renzo Kukin. It's a timed thing. Mm -hmm. Like a bar appears on the bottom of the screen and like a line goes across it. And you're supposed to hit R1 when the line like hits a certain point in the bar. But we have no fucking idea where in the bar you're supposed to hit <laughs> the button. Think it's <laughs> in this one little range, but we're not sure. Renzo Kuga. Wait. I don't think I don't think I really... So you missed it, but 
Renzo Kukin works like a limit break. I hope I see that again soon. We don't see that again for at least a whole disc. It might be even longer. It might be, <laughs> it might like, be like two discs. Disc three like, or yeah, something. I don't know. Because like you see the limit break here and then like and halfway through the game, I'm like, and how do we get his limit break? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're where we left off. Mm -hmm. Should I take that guy out again in cards? You can try again. We might want to wait till we have a better, be a better, a better collection. Yeah, we have one good card. Yeah. And you, we've been getting some cards for killing enemies, but they're just like red bats again, which mm -hmm. we already have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's Wait, gone. this guy's gone. What? Maybe he's literally just a guy you're supposed to play cards with, and sometimes he's there, and sometimes he's not. This game loves having unreliable NPCs in terms of, like, you can go back and onto a screen and back of, off of it and back onto it and keep loading it over and over again, and on, like, the 12th time, there will be, like, a guy there, and you can play cards with him. Mm-hmm. I hate that kind of shit. Just, like, let the guy be there. Well, but this guy, it's not like he has anything important. It's just, like, a nice touch where you're like, oh, I haven't seen this guy before. Uh, yeah, I, I'm mixed on that. You just feel like you deserve to have it all. I do. You just want all of it. It's a video game. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'm of the opinion that I deserve nothing. And if I want anything, I gotta prove myself to the game. And the game isn't just a game, it's a god, Jeff. That's gonna be hard for me to do. <laughs> Is there a way to press select or, you know, see what's interact with a If select doesn't do it, then I don't know. That was something that was great to have in FF7 that's not in this game. Being told where the interactable things are by pressing select. Yeah, this one, I guess they figured that, like, they had upped the fidelity enough <laughs> that you can see everything you should be able to they interact with wrong. and where to go. Yeah, they were, it was not time. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if I should go that way or this way. Is there a way over here? Doesn't seem like it. This guy. This guy stomped us. Try to beat that. Yeah, now you try to beat that. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Ass! Back getting my ass kicked by the security guard. Once again, we haven't saved again. And you do the next person you see, you're like, let's play cards. I should have put the six. Well, either way. Huh? Yeah. I you won, won though. Yeah. Nice. I was gonna say, did I just have enough though? Yeah, man. I won. So what card do you want? Uh probably the one on the far left, right? Or the one next to it. Or man, I don't know. Those three right there on the left are good all seem good. Fuck yes. I beat you, you little shit. <laughs> I think we wanna go up top to our dorm to change or whatever. Play me in cards. Yeah, all these people are just extras. Alright, we gotta go change. We're making our way back to the dorm so that we can change, but I keep getting distracted. <laughs> you wanna play cards? Man, I'm like, it's so scary, you don't know what they got. I know. And of course if you lose, they're gonna take Ifrit. I know. Like, right? Yeah. This you guy's fucked. Yeah. Killed him. <clears throat> Killed him! Fuck yes. Killed him! Putting together a good deck. Fuck yeah. Blue Welcome dragon. to Blue Dragon. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you bitches. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, got, get ready for a lot of triple triad, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you all knew it was gonna happen. That's, I mean, that alone, I think, is why this game might be longer than Final Fantasy VII, is we're gonna be playing fucking cards. Well, I, I love cards. Yeah, me too. I love... That we're in a dorm <laughs> in Final Fantasy. I think it's cool. Get changed. Put on our uniform. Wow, look at us. Styling. Squall has a number of school uniforms in this game. This is like the level two school uniform. We haven't gotten to level three, which is the seed uniform. Mm -hmm. But this is level two. It's nice. It's blue. Well, I think this is like his official, I'm I'm going out on a mission uniform. Right. Like he's representing the school. He can't just be wearing his crazy jacket with the fur. <laughs> with all the belts. And all yeah. the belts. Wait, how many belts does he have on this uniform? I think there's only one. Good. I think I only see one, although you don't ever know how many belts he's wearing under those pants. I mean, I'm sure there's like some stupid lore reason that he has so many belts. Like, I was thinking like one of them is for his sword holster and the other one's for his pants. I don't know what the three on his thigh are for. <laughs> Let's rest up. It looks like the meme is not going to work in the remake with no, his stupid face. No, it doesn't. Yeah. As soon as it got released, that's what people immediately... Oh, there yeah. were, people were writing articles about this. <laughs> of course. 
Well, I'm changed. A changed man. So now that we're all uh, dressed up proper, mm-hmm. we walk back to the directory to talk to Quistus and get ready for our, our seed field exam, like our big test to see if we graduate. The thing in the fire cave was just a prerequisite so that we could take this test. Yeah, we were getting it in just under the wire. Squall, I'll be announcing the squad assignments for the next exam now. You'll see, you'll be with Zell Dinked. <laughs> Quite a lively fellow. He was probably ZD on the message board. Lively? He's just loud. Can't I switch members? I bet he was. I'm afraid that's not possible. Over here, Zell. Here comes Zell. Oh, look at him. Oh, so everyone gets their own... Yeah, their introductory... Uh, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Show off. Zell's intro is him doing, like, somersaults and backflips and cartwheels and shit. And then he, like, turns and mugs at the camera and gives a thumbs up. And he reveals his face tattoo. He has, like, a Mike Tyson face <laughs> tattoo. And he, he he's, like, a dude who wears, like, baggy cargo shorts. Like, a, a hot blonde hair. A flame yeah. jacket. Uh-huh. And has a face tattoo. <laughs> and I guess this cutscene gives you the idea that he punches and is upbeat. That is what it is. Which gives. is a little more than Quistus sighing, which you're like, is she disappointed? <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> Look at his stupid face tattoo. Whoa, I'm with you. Dell's limit break settings can also be changed in status screen. Oh, oh, oh God. More tutorials. Yeah, they keep tutorializing everyone's limit breaks, and we don't even ever see them, so it's sort of confusing as to what these tutorials mean. He's got one of those Sabine-style Street Fighter inputs to yeah, get him you, to do a move. Yeah, you enter, like, combos to do different punch moves. We're, uh, Sabine. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> punch rush. Booyah. <laughs> this is a truly terrible time to tutorialize his limit break since we're in the middle of the school and we're nowhere near a fight. Yeah, we're like a good 30, 45 minutes away from combat. Mm-hmm. On top of that, so they've tutorialized Squall's limit break mm-hmm. and now Zell's. They're going to do some others, but not they for everybody. They don't do all of them. <laughs> Like, they don't do Quistuses ever. Which is pretty complicated, because yeah. there's so many different things that she can do with her it's limit like break. It's like they fucking gave up on telling you how limit breaks work after they did just a couple. That's all. You don't get along with Cypher, do you? Absolutely not. Purdy whooped you pretty bad this morning. Zell brings up that we don't get along with Cypher. And I think this is their clumsy way of they were like, we've got to establish for the player that Cypher is that guy who slashed his face. Yeah. And that they're rivals. We weren't fighting, we were training. I bet you he doesn't think so. Look, Cypher's just being a pain in the ass. All you have to do is ignore him. That's Cypher you're talking about. He's your squad leader. Fuck. No ass? Hey, hey. What? Cypher, are you here? Here he comes in a big white coat. Oh, and he's got a fucking goon squad. Fujin and Raijin tagging along as usual. So Cypher has a uh, sort of Turk-like entourage Mm -hmm. in Fujin and Raijin. Yes, they've got some cool costumes on, like a vest. You know what? I think they're reasonably fun characters. I kind of like Fujin and Raijin. Like one of them screams and the other one has this unique way of talking Mm -hmm. that I'm is escaping me. I think he says you know all the time. They're kind of the enemies in this game of like, you know, we had the Turks in the last one who are the bad guys who aren't really the bad guys. There mm-hmm. was Ultros in Six who's kind of like a comedy bad guy. Right. These are kind of that role. And they follow Cypher. You're the squad leader. Good luck to you. You're all assigned to squad B. I'll be the instructor in charge. In charge. Teamwork is the most ep- most important. Let's get through <laughs> the exam, everyone. Yeah, all right. Why not? Yay, we've landed on Quistus's voice. Uh-huh. It's like a weird mis- Midwestern <laughs> Fargo-type accent. Headmaster Sid is uh, coming. He says, is everyone here? No, he says, um... Everyone here? Is everyone here? <laughs> God. Oh, oh, wow. Look at <laughs> this doofus. I don't want to jump the gun here exactly, but this is the worst Sid in any Final Fantasy I've played by far. Yeah, well, let's just give first impressions. He's got like a crappy looking red vest on. Is that like a velour vest? Yeah, he's pudgy. He's got a green tie. He's wearing glasses. I mean, he looks like the principal of a high school from our world. He's got khakis. He kind of has like Jonathan Taylor Thomas hair, but like on an older man. This is the guy who runs like an elite mercenary school. 
And as we get further and further into the game, we're just going to realize he is out of his depth. This is Whiplash from Seven Sid. <laughs> Seriously. Who is the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Who swears and smokes and is like mean. This guy. And believes in science as a superpower. Well, also he's hyper competent. This guy is the opposite of Seven Sid in every conceivable way. <laughs> it's been a while, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> this exam will involve 12 members from squads A through D. This guy runs a mercenary school? Yes. Look at <laughs> <laughs> this is the most light. There's nothing cutthroat about this place. It's like luxurious. Yeah. No, they, they're not like in a dire situation at all. This exam will involve 12 members from squads A through D. You will be proceeding to a real battlefield. Obviously, the battles are for real. Wait, was that battle with Ifrit in the fire cave not for real? Well, I mean, he's like, you're going to war. Right, like I know, but like, if we died in that battle, would it be like, oh, I'm you failed the test, and if it's like, oh, they, you know, I stopped at the last minute. Well, you know, I mean, maybe we're near the school, maybe it's easy to Phoenix down, <laughs> Okay, maybe you just get KO'd. Okay, okay. Real quick about that Ifrit thing. Is that the test for everybody? Like, does everybody defeat Ifrit? Do they get a new Ifrit in? Because he's, the GFs seem to be unique, like, once you get it, you have it. Right. And there's only one Ifrit in card. That cave, only one person can take that test. But they're like, it's a standardized test. I mean, <laughs> they're getting new Ifrits in. I don't know, man. Anyway, I else to say. this shit's for real. We're going to war. <laughs> life and death, victory and defeat. We use live weapons. Oh, no disgrace. <laughs> How about it? Are you still up for it? You'll be accompanied by non-seed members. Sid looks like a pa like Patton Oswalt almost. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. As I a mean, person. he's like pudgy and he's wearing a cardigan. <laughs> the pride of Balam Garden. The elite mercenary force. Seed. My seeds. Take my seed. Shows it a better name. <laughs> Learn from them. Obey their commands and accomplish the mission. Prove yourself worthy of becoming a member of my seed. <laughs> oh, I get it, because these are gardens, and it's producing seeds. Oh, look at that teamwork! Right? Wow, look seeds at... Seeds of violence. Why does he look so different than her? Wow, he looks like shit! On this screen, we start to notice that they did not fully remaster this game. Yeah. There are parts that are not up-resed at all randomly. Like, right here, Sid's model is just a bunch of blocks. Where, in the future, he's going to look like an actually remastered sprite. He looks like shit right now. Yeah. Throughout the whole game, none of the backgrounds are up-resed. Not at all. So you're like an HD polygon running around on just, like, fuzz. That's got to be the un-up-res... That's, like, what he would look like in the original game. Like, right? I I think that, just like the backgrounds, they must have been missing some of the models. Like, they couldn't up-res everything. But can you... That is him. Wow. Yeah. He looks so different than us. <laughs> We've yet to have a gunblade specialist in Seed. That's why I'm hoping you and Cypher will join us in Seed. Seed. <laughs> Seed. Seed. So Squad B goes over to get in the school's car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a communal rental zip car thing you can use. So we cut to everybody sitting in the back of the car. Yo, Squall, show me your gun blade, will ya? Meh. Uh, come on, man. Meh. Just a peek. Meh. Half of Squall's dialogue is just dot, 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 dot. He's just never having any of it. Why are you being so selfish, Scrooge? Eh. Say something, will you? Well, What's on your mind? Guy. Who was that girl in the infirmary this morning? So Squall randomly asks Quistus about the girl you could barely see <laughs> in the infirmary that they showed you for a split second. When he woke up. And this is like all the work they're going to do. To, like, drive that home is something you should remember. In fact, given how many cutscenes they give individual characters, it's shocking to me that they didn't give her a cutscene right there. So you really remember something significant that would be happen useful. in the infirmary. Was someone near? I didn't notice anybody. Is there a problem? And that's it about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that later. Oh, oh boy. boy. How to drive. Squared forward. Always back. X is going around. We're going to drive like 10 feet down the road and immediately into the town of Balam. 
Yeah, this is this is Balam proper. Balam Garden is named for the town it's near, I guess. Which is like Balam is like a nice little beach community. Mm-hmm. This is a cool place. So that's the vessel. Hey, you guys are the last. Hurry up and get in. The last. Don't disappoint me now. Of the oh, of the groups coming. The seeds. Mm-hmm. What do you think the D? Why is the D capitalized? I don't see. Hurry, squall. Get on board now. Play cards with me. <laughs> to the vessel now. Play cards with me. No one wants to play cards with me right now. Yeah, this there's urgent business. We have to get on this vessel to go fight in a war that we have no personal stake in and don't even know what it's about or why we're doing it other than that it's for our seed exam. They'll tell us on the way. So, the problem team, squad B. Guess it can't be helped with a rookie instructor. God, we're all just a bunch of misfits. I like it. Whoa! Here we go. So we hop on a submarine and start making our way across the ocean. Well, it's like an amphibious landing boat. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to drive up onto the shore. It's not really a submarine. Right. (laughs) Good point. It's just a boat. (laughs) But there's a new character on here named Shu. Shu is here. Shu. Hi, Quistus. She was on the message boards. Yeah. Well, these are the members of Squad B. Yeah, I like her Chicago accent. I can't really do one, but... Oh. I'll try. Yes, you can. I believe in you. Cypher, how many times has it been now? Oh, I just love these exams. So he's failed this thing before, I guess? I don't know. Hmm. I'll explain the current situation in the mission. Our client for this mission is the Dalit Dukedom Parliament. A request for seed was made 18 hours ago. Dalit has been under attack by the G Army since about 72 hours ago. 49 hours into the battle, Dalit abandoned their position in the inner city. Currently, they have retreated into the nearby mountains and are reorganizing their troops. That's the current status. Now on to the mission objective. According to our reports, the G-Army is mopping up the Dalit troops in the mountain region. This game, like, has this as a structure for a while, where, like, you go out to do a mission and then somebody over explains a thing to you that doesn't even make sense with the, what they've explained it. <laughs> and it's dry and boring. And then doesn't seem and not active. Like, none of the explanation helps you when you're on the mission. We're going to make a landing at Lapin Beach. Eliminate the remaining G Army within the city and liber- liberate it ASAP. Okay. So we're going to come save this uh, Dalit's ass. Afterwards, seed members will intercept any G Army forces trying to make their way into the city from the mountain region. What this all translates to is our group of three walks into the city and then, like, hangs out in a spot and has more dialogue. Sounds boring. So what you're saying is we do all the little dirty work. Oh, it hardly needs to be said, but the order to withdraw takes priority. Do not forget. We're almost there. My first real battle. I'm getting pretty nervous. Better not piss your pants. Huh, you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. Okay, enough talk. Yeah, I feel really good about sending this tight-knit group of soldiers into battle. <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Well then, Squall. Go see what's going on outside. Okay. Are those airboats? I think that's the reflection of the moon. Oh, yeah. So now we go to yet another overly gorgeous, overproduced cinematic of like the attack the landing of the beach Mm -hmm. which starts with this beautiful shot of the moon as like multiple boats are going across it as a reflection on the ocean yeah and then it's sort of like this epic storming of this beach by all of these sort of like sci-fi landing vessels sci-fi saving private ryan wow there's a lot of cutscenes in this game already yeah said there was an over over an hour of them total I mean, I do remember that being a selling point of PlayStation games. Like, how many cutscenes are there in this game? Squall and Scar. Squall's on the boat looking at, like, a picture of the beach, which explains exactly where they're supposed to land. Oh, we're about to land at that that beach, as you said. Okay, now secure the central square. So the boats, like, crash their way onto the shore, and there's, mm-hmm. like, explosions going off and soldiers dying, but Squall and his well-manicured gang get out unfazed <laughs> and start walking into town where they're going to fight off some soldiers and do their mission. I'm making my way through, like, Final Fantasy Paris. Ah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think this will be a cool world to absorb. We're in the central square. Hey, there's a dog. Oh. 
All right, I got. I want you guys to scout the area for enemies. We quickly make it to a central square of the city and hang out near a fountain. And there's a dog there. Dog. Oh man. Can, Can I play I... cards with the dog? Cardinal sin in video games. You should always be able to pet the dog. That just made me think I want that classic painting of dogs playing triple triad. <laughs> oh, there's a bad guy over there. I mean, these guys look pretty identical to Shinra soldiers. I think that's all of them. Well then, we're on standby till the enemy comes. Standby. <laughs> How boring. <laughs> Hey, and there's Cypher's voice. Yeah, and we've just, like, cleared a couple soldiers out of the town square, and I guess that was, like, the extent of what our test was supposed to be. It was just kind of like... That's our seed test. Yeah, go clear out a couple soldiers and hold the ground until it's time to leave. Easier and than the last test. It was. It is not even timed. <laughs> and Cypher, sort of rightly, is like, yeah, this is pretty boring, huh? I don't really like this mission. Is he going to kill this dog or something? Well, the dog ran right over here. Sounds like it's starting. Bring it on. Scram. Like he has a house in the Hamptons, you know. Hey, Galbadian soldiers. What are you waiting for? Come and show me what you got. I think this guy's got like a speed habit or something. He's impatient. <laughs> he acts like he's not shit, but he's failed the test. Nothing. Still keeping us waiting. That's it. I can't take it anymore. What is this, some kind of dog training? While Cypher is complaining about how boring this mission is, like a dozen soldiers run through the middle of the square, and we all look at them like twiddling our thumbs. And let them run off. It could have been exciting. We could have fought them. Let's kill the guard. Let's kill the series of guards. I don't care how many there are. Let's kill them all. It's the enemy. Where the hell are they going? Our next destination. But that's against orders. This ain't no ordinary battle. Shut up, Zell. I kind of feel like all of Squad B should be like, shit, we gotta chase those guys down or we're gonna fucking flunk. <laughs> but instead, it's like an argument about following orders and Cypher's like, let's go after them. But well, Zell's like, their no. Their orders are technically to stay here, but like they... In they my were mind, also to stop these guys in, from yeah, going my, through. In my mind, they just fucked up bad. <laughs> let's go fight. It's an exam. <laughs> Important one. I'm telling you, we have to stick to orders. Cypher, if we're gonna go, let's hurry. The enemy is headed for the facility. <laughs> we, squad B, are to secure the summit. Move out. But anyway, Cypher quickly wins this argument and they decide they're gonna follow him up the mountain. They start going up the mountain. Oh, fine. Hi, Haley. Dog. <laughs> Hey, come here. They do this every single day. Ugh, you and I are gonna take a nap, Haley. <laughs> so on our way following the soldiers, we learn that where we're going is the communication tower, mm -hmm. which is, I guess, been overrun not in with use, monsters. And now it's overrun with monsters. Monsters, huh? That, that sucks. <laughs> More fun for us. Come on. The generator is up and running. No problem with the boosters. So we make it to the communication tower, and we're sort of, like, spying on some soldiers. Yeah. It sounds like they're repairing things in here. We're overlooking, like, the entranceway mm -hmm. to it. What the hell are they doing? Cable disconnection confirmed. Beginning exchange process. Roger. Repairs? Who cares? There you are. Whoa. Who's this? It's the girl who ran into us, who we oh, walked yeah. to the directory, who was oh, waiting. Oh, she's she's in squad A. She's really clumsy. She's fell over on those rocks. So while Cypher is just like, I don't know, being vaguely mean to everybody, uh, a girl who is the girl that like asked for a tour of the school, like mm -hmm. climbs up over some rocks and like falls down them. She gets her own CG cutscene. Mm -hmm. This is her actual introduction, mm -hmm. I guess. This is selfie. And what we can learn from this cutscene is that she's clumsy. Which... Is she? That doesn't really come up again. I don't think that again. comes up again. I think what we're supposed to learn is that she's adorable. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think her name is... Selfie? Selfie? Are you Squad B? Wait a minute, you're the guy who showed me around, right? Thanks, I don't get so lost anymore. Oh yeah, I haven't told you my name yet. Yeah, I, I was right. <laughs> I'm a messenger named <laughs> Selfie. I'm from Squad A. 
The squad's captain Cypher, right? And he's running up ahead like a jackoff. One of these days, I'm going to tell you about my romantic dream. Oh, God. So while Selfie is introducing herself, Cypher, like, runs off to the entrance of the communication tower, screaming something about his romantic dream, and then he just runs inside swinging his sword. (laughs) And we're all like, I guess we should follow him. Wait up, Captain. (laughs) She jumps down. What are you waiting for? Come on, come on. So she's in your party now, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. So we get selfies set up with junctions. And then we look up at the craziest communications tower ever. Whoa. So this is the communication tower. Sure, sure is big. I mean, I see why it would be nice to triple up the speed for just just these little moments, you know? <laughs> yeah, at this point in the game, it seems like the only effective strategy is summoning GFs over and over again because everyone's attack is so much less effective than mm-hmm. a GF attack. Looking at that going, like, if every battle we're going to have to summon constantly, like, every fight takes so long. The animations for the summons are short relative to seven. Like, they're not knights of the round or anything, but they are time consuming. And when you have to pull them out to fight, like, a caterpillar, (laughs) you're like, oh, really? (laughs) Like, if we just do the drug once, just when we really need it, you know? I'm sure we'll get into this argument for real later, but right now (laughs) it's way too early. I'm definitely agree with that. I'm totally saying it like tongue-in-cheek kidding right now. Well, this looks pretty cool. Don't get too excited or you'll fall. We get on the elevator to go to the top of the communications tower. Mm -hmm. And when we get to the top, some familiar faces with new bodies, new faces, but Mm -hmm. the familiar names. Some familiar names. Biggs and Wedge. Major Biggs! Oh, it's Wedge! Wedge and Biggs! Holy shit, Wedge and Biggs! Here they are. Who in this one have reverted back to more of their FF6 role Mm -hmm. as clumsy soldiers for the opposing army. There's been a report of a monster-shaped shadow on top of the tower. Oh, shit. Major Biggs! Be quiet, I'm busy. Biggs and Wedge are up here, like, finishing fixing the communications tower. Mm -hmm. The tape. (laughs) Put this here, and this goes here, and there. It's complete. The the boss could be real happy. (laughs) That's a cool little camera shift right there. Yeah. This game is technically amazing. No, it's a tool bag. There's a wrench. Whoa, whoa, the wrench would have fallen to its death. Now that the comms tower is fixed, some jet engines yeah, start it like <laughs> turning activates up. and like parts of it start flipping and it's like yeah, it's powered by jet engines. It's like it's part rocket almost, like it's a spaceship and a communications tower. It's awesome. This is a communications tower? Whoa, no, it's a jet. It's a communications tower powered with jet engines. Yes. Oh, this is awesome. Dude, this is so yeah, cool. Yeah, turn on the communications all the way. High <laughs> the power. all the way up. <laughs> Give me more power. with everyone. <laughs> this is definitely why it's four discs. Every, like, half hour there's a cutscene <laughs> like this. Wow. That looks like it's really going to communicate with something. I've got a bad feeling something. about this communications tower. <laughs> it, like, keeps assembling more and more bigger satellite dishes. Right. Like, we're standing on a platform with three big satellite dishes on it. <laughs> and, like, from the bottom, like, a giant cylinder shoots to the top and unfolds into what looks like a laser beam and then becomes a satellite dish. It becomes dish. another satellite dish. <laughs> Jesus. This is so... I mean, for every piece of mechanical engineering that, like, nothing is jamming, you know, Mm -hmm. in the deployment of this. Especially since it seems like it was inoperational, like it was old and full of monsters and they just fixed it. (laughs) Yeah, it's now beaming a laser beam of communications into the sky. (laughs) Seriously. And Squall is standing behind Biggs and Wedge like, what are you doing? Yeah, we confront them. What do you think you're doing? Huh? Likewise, mister, what do you think you're doing? I'm beating hey, shit out of you. what happened to all the soldiers down below? Wedge, take care of these twerps. Uh, I really like this big voice. Wedge? Where's Wedge? I, uh, well, uh, I seem to be done here, so I'll just be on my, uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. I love that move that Biggs tried there. 
where he's like, and uh, if you'll just excuse me, I will be on my way. And well, Cypher's like, no, we're going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now we got to beat the show out of bed. We're going to murder this guy. Cypher's going to make it happen. Prepare for the worst. You brats. Oh, Asuna. Yes, please. Wham. Yeah. What the? Oh shit! What the uh, fuck is happening? Well, there was a monster-shaped shadow on the tower. Oh, and now it's it's winding them away. So the Biggs and Wedge fight isn't really the boss fight because after a few turns with them, they get like sucked up by a tornado, <laughs> and the real boss comes, which is like a big flying monster that looks <laughs> sort of like a gargoyle, got but red with wings. like a bee for a bottom and yeah. a duck for a face. <laughs> Oh, now we have the guy. real boss. Oh, he's got like a what giant duck tail. What siren? So one thing we're being surprisingly good about in this game is we always are checking to see what magic the enemies have to mm -hmm. steal. This bad guy has something called siren, which, which we attempt to draw. Yeah, well, we can't cast it, which is weird. Can't cast it. There it is. Bang. Pow. I mean, I hope our attacks get more powerful, because if the strategy is just summon every single turn, that's going to get pretty old. I was just thinking that, like, how do we build up our attack better? Because I want to be actually attacking, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bang. I... <laughs> yeah. Wow, Squall's about to die. Yeah, I know. So the fight's going along, you know. He's got a lot of health points. Well, we've summoned Quetzalcoatl like three times and Shiva like twice. And now and then we'll punch just to be like, let's attack. Change it up. And that does like 30 damage. <laughs> Whereas the GFs do like doing five or six hundred. Yeah. So we summon Quetzalcoatl again. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? I'm already real tired. I'm really tired. I'm really sick of it. But if we weren't doing these, how on earth would you, this? This is obviously how you're intended to do this, right? Because they're doing 50 damage at a time. No, what are we missing? We would not. Oh, you did it! Boom, he's dead. Wow, he's exploding into light. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, that's a cool death animation. Yeah, that was a good one. First big boss, huh? Yeah. Weapons Monthly March? Is that what we got? Did we need a magazine? I don't know. And got, yeah, that was a GF that I drew. Okay, okay. cool. Confirm. Yeah, in this game, there's a lot of optional GFs. And in this case, this boss had Siren. And yeah. we drew it, and now we have that GF. And that was all it took. Yeah, that's the other main way you get GFs, is you can draw them from other bosses. So you, you don't just fight them. Sometimes they're just in another boss's pocket, yeah. and you can steal it. Well, when you fight them, though, you also get the card, whereas these GFs that you draw have somehow lost their card. And you're going to have to go find the card somewhere else. out there has the card <laughs> and go play them over and over. Excuse me, I have orders. New orders. Orders. New orders here. Wolfenstein new orders. Get them while they're hot. All seed members and seed candidates are to withdraw at 1900 hours. Assemble at the shore. Withdraw? There's still enemies around. Cypher's reaction is like, there's still men breathing on the battlefield. I like, know. We have no skin in this game. We're supposed to be professional mercenaries. <laughs> and he's just like, I came here to murder. But the order has come down to withdraw. Mm -hmm. Order to withdraw takes priority. I don't want to miss the vessel. What time do you say? Like I said... 1900 hours. All seed members and seed candidates are to withdraw at 1900 hours assemble at the shore. We only have 30 minutes. We're gonna miss the bus. <laughs> oh god. Alright, timer. Yeah, we got a 30 minute timer to get to the shore. For the second time in this game, we have a timer early on, which it's almost like they were like, what did people love about Seven? And they're like, well, at the beginning, you got to have timers and escapes. You got to escape under a timed thing. Well, what people really loved was pressing a button in unison, and I don't know where that is at oh, all. Oh, my God. They really dropped the ball on that. Yeah. But meanwhile, <laughs> while we're running away, Biggs crawls to the communications tower and as like a dying moment type deal, hits a button. Those little turrets are our targets. Now go, go and destroy them. 
now is he dead? I don't know. What if he's alive and then he gets killed again by a bunch of whispers? Anyway, as we make it out of the communications tower, a weird mech spider jumps off the top of it and lands on us, and now we're fighting a mech spider. Yeah, this is like Biggs's plan to stop you, is you gotta escape this robot spider. (laughs) Okay, let's try thunder. Yeah, see, that works well. Yeah, alright. Draw fail. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Whoa. Ouch. Fuck. Ow. Let's get the hell out of here. Oh, you can escape this. Okay. Yeah, do that. Yeah, you kind of bust up the mech spider enough that it's, like, disabled temporarily and you can escape. Yeah, and then you kind of run away, and then you fight him again, and then you run away, and you fight him again. He keeps chasing you. You know what? He's like Fuck this. Well, no, he's, like, down. He's repairing himself. Okay. It's chasing you. I thought we already busted that thing up. Forget it, let's go. So yeah, Squall and the gang is looking up at the spider, which is like at the top of the mountain, and the spider's looking back at them, and there's a beat, and then the spider like sprints right after you, and you're like, ah! This is cool. Yeah, and as you're running screen to screen, he'll, like, jump from unseen places and, like, almost land on top of you. Ah! 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 Gotcha. That's cool. This is cool. That you gotta, like, beat it up a little bit. Yeah, that running away is, like, a mechanic that, uh, you're supposed to use. It's a fucking dick. Keep running! Guys, you don't have to stop just because he's jumping. Uh, oh, this is pretty classic square soft shit. Uh, he's jumping over you and now he's coming at you. It cuts to like a side view. You like run across a bridge as it's like gaining on you. It's like pretty action packed. But every time you fight the spider, it's the same fight every time. All right, well, I'll just put in the exact same commands again. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard, I don't, I never read in exactly what way, but I know people think the battle system in this game is broken for a lot of reasons. And this could be one of them. They're just like, you just summon over and over again, that's how you beat the game. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. I hope not. I really hope not. That doesn't seem cool. That seems time-consuming. Yes. That seems like I'm gonna get an itchy left-trigger finger. (laughs) <laughs> What's he? Oh, he's doing blowing us up. Hey, we're really early yet, so. Mm-hmm. But they've also given us a fuckload of summons. Magic, though. <laughs> Magic. I mean, I cast thunder on him and it did 160 damage. If you did it twice, it would you still wouldn't be as good as Quetzalcoatl, which she has yeah. on her, which does like yeah, 600. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> You know, it's you're still right, is... You're right. <laughs> Keep going, assholes. Did you get stomped that dog? I oh, not. It does a cool thing that we hadn't seen in previous games where, like, it'll combine the pre-rendered cutscene with your, like, character models as mm-hmm. you run. So, like, the spider and stuff is all, like, super sharp as it's chasing your little polygons. <laughs> oh. oh, that's cool. Oh, look at this. Oh. Wow. Flowing from pre-rendered, like, it's both. It's all things. Whoa. He just barely got out of there. Barely got away from this giant mecha scorpion. This is cool. So we've made it back to the beach, and it's a mad scramble for the landing craft as the CG spider is coming after us. Selfie, how do you make your hair flip like that, girl? Whoa. Get on the boat! Squall dives onto the boat, and right as the mech spider is about to get him... Oh, Quistus. (laughs) Fuck yeah! (laughs) Quistus, like, opens fire with a Gatling gun and just, like, takes it out. Fill it full of lead. Pump it full of what it's made of. The homeopathic remedy for your life. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was a daring mission. A daring first big mission. Yeah. It's a pretty, like, thrilling, exciting escape. Mm -hmm. Like, it checks a lot of boxes, and and cinematically, it's great. Mm Mm-hmm. But it, it's totally hollow. Like, it doesn't mean anything. 
And I feel good about it because our cause is that we were paid to do that. Mm, yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you don't walk away with the sense of, like, we got to make sure that we stop Galbadia. No. Or anything. You're, or Dalit is a thing that we care about. We, You know, I mean, we're for hire. And yeah. the, the Dotan people needed us. The guy who paid us, he needed us. Yeah. I guess they didn't pay us enough. We didn't stick around. How'd it go? Man, all they did was get in my way. Being a leader ain't easy. Ugh. Gosh, I'm, you ready to end? Yeah. Where's Cypher? Uh, he already ran off with his stupid buddies. Let's be back at Garden by sundown. Hey. You're free till then. Okay, dismissed. Dismissed. There you go. You can do it. Yeah, I guess if it's like a just like a Midwest like yeah, just uh, Midwest and Fargo. Yeah, you don't have to be Chicago. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you're free to go. You're free to go. You can buy some souvenirs. Have a have a <laughs> review meeting. It's up to you. I, I like recommend it. you go back and rest though. I think that one's locked in. We've got. I think <laughs> Cipher's locked in too. I'm halfway on that. I I kind of like it. Might as well walk it. We gotta walk back to school? Yeah. It's not very far. It's really close. <laughs> I couldn't believe we took the car. Well, let's uh, step out on the she world said map. We can buy souvenirs. Yeah, we're back in the sea town of Balam. Yeah, and this time we can kind of walk around and explore it a little bit. It's a pleasant place. I mean, like, the locations in this game make me wish that there wasn't a story we had to watch <laughs> and we could just hang out. Sea breeze sure feels good. The whole town filled with the wonderful aroma of the sea. And that is why my car runs. <laughs> <laughs> that sign's not looking too good either. <laughs> Everything Metal Gear is fucked. Wait, well, you can probably hotel. play him in cars. Probably. I don't want to right yeah, now. All right. What's going on? What's this lady at reception? Welcome to the lovely Ballam Hotel. Oh. Uh, Hunter yeah, Gill. I'll sleep here. Yeah, let's, let's sleep. Shit. Oh, yeah. We, we got a save point in our room. Nice. That's great. This is a sweet room, yeah, dude. Yeah, save here. Look at this room. Oh, yeah. And then tomorrow we can see if that guy wants to play cards. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this game. I am going to. I really like the vibe of this. I like the vibe. I hope the combat is not just fucking misery. Yeah, the combat is <laughs> something to be desired so far, but what are you going to do? Nothing. Oh. <sighs> so that's episode two of season six and the end of day one of our playthrough of Final Fantasy VIII. I'm not gonna lie, it was an exhausting day. I mean, first it took forever to get going, yeah. and then once we got going, it took, it took forever, forever to, to get, get going. going. <laughs> like, 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 I by the time we got to that first mission, I was, like, really even not in the mood to do it. You right, know? yeah. <laughs> well, the pace is gonna continue to draw along next week. Well, look, it has chunks that flow faster, some that flow slower, and from my memory of it, the beginning of it is kind of one of the worst parts. Like, it gets way more fun later on. We said it already, it's like a Final Fantasy game of this era, it takes 10 hours to get good, and that is certainly true here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we've done our first big seed mission. Mm -hmm. Next week, we're gonna graduate, have a party. Well, correction, this was our trial run. <laughs> yeah. Our first big seed mission is coming, is coming up. up. <laughs> But it's before be that, we got to graduate from Killer High School mm -hmm. and have a party. Hell yeah. Play some cards. Hang out with Quista some more. Have lots of long conversations that have no bearing on the larger story. <laughs> that we will be doing Absolutely a lot of. Absolutely none. <laughs> oh, do you want to hop on the old message board before we go and see if there's any messages for us? Dude, I'm always down for a good old-fashioned surf. Let's log in. Here we go. And we're in. There is a message. I can see it right now. Clicking on it. The message reads, Jeff and Ryan, to see you two finally venturing through FF8 gives me a wave of nostalgia. I remember when I was once a young seed member, grinding away at T-Rexes in the training center, building a robust triple triad deck, and pretending to be sick at a birthday party sleepover just so that I could go home and play more FF8. Sadly, I'm not kidding. 
As I've grown older, I realize that these epic video game journeys have inadvertently brought me a lot of life lessons about pushing yourself, conquering demons, and seeking the next big challenge. Say, are you someone who enjoys a good video game or sports analogy to self-improvement? Does a nerdy blog post that compares Voldemort's core cruxes to sticking to a diet appeal to you? Are you at least remotely entertained by seeing a rudimentary example of what WordPress and stock photos can bring to your own website? then please venture over to foreverchasingbetter.com and support an aspiring writer with a simple view slash blog perusal. I can promise you that if you hate Metal Gear Solid or Tom Brady, you will hate this site too. Jeff and Ryan, many will set a lofty goal like we will play through every Final Fantasy, but only the truest warriors will actually go and do it, despite all of the headaches you've encountered along the way. As Barrett Wallace once said, uh, oh, he wants me to read this in the John Wayne voice. I can't even remember what John Wayne sounds like. Yeah, wait. Oh. There ain't no getting off this train we're on. Props to you guys. Keep up the hard work. Thank you so much to Teddy Fox for that message. Yeah, seriously. And you know, as for uh, how many life lessons you learn and stuff, I I think if you just sit down and do one thing for long enough, you learn the same life lesson no matter what the thing is. Uh-huh. Uh, there's like a transitive property. You know, some things are more worthwhile than others, but there is like a floor. Yeah. You know, so you can at least know that you're standing on the floor if you uh-huh. stick to something. So go over to foreverchasingbetter.com and support an independent writer who uh, wants to compare some some experiences that he's had to some actual life experiences. Which is like what we're all about over here. So mm-hmm. if you need more of that, go get it. Thanks, Teddy. Oh, we actually have a second message this week. Clicking on it now. Oh, this is a message from Scott Hughes. Oh, longtime listener and big uh, friend of the show. That's right. Thank you so much, Scott. Here's the message. My latest book, Horrors and Wonders is a collection of horror, fantasy, and science fiction tales, and one poem. Print and ebook versions are available now on Amazon, and the audiobook is coming soon. Visit writescott.com, that's W-R-I-T-E-S-C-O-T-T.com, for details on this book and my other writing. And I know everyone is sick of the 2020 election and is glad it's over, but in my state of Georgia, it's still not done. If you're interested in helping Senate candidates John Ossoff and Reverend Raphael Warnock, visit votesaveamerica.com for information. Thanks, guys. Scott. Uh, Both very important messages. I mean, always want to support creators, especially Scott, who's written some wonderful books. He's a great writer. You should check out his new stuff. And also, yeah, the Georgia election, extremely important, especially given the climate we're in right now. Complete insanity and disregard for reality. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's more important than ever that uh, we all stand up for what's right. So go to votesaveamerica.com for more information on that. Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Let's log off. Beep, boop, boop, beep. If you're interested in a message, just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. We take payment through PayPal. They're $25 each. So just email us and we will read whatever you want us to say. Thank you so much to the people who support us on Patreon at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash nocat. We would not be doing this still without you guys. Yeah, we're always thrilled to thank you and to see that you're there and that you're listening and that you're enjoying it and that we can be doing something of some value to somebody out there. Yeah, it's a good way to get in touch with us, too. Another good way to get in touch with us is at NoCat Podcast. Mm-hmm, on Twitter. On Twitter and whatnot. Mainly Twitter, but we also have a Facebook page. Yep, and Instagram, too. Mm-hmm. And then there's merch at the Etsy page at no one can know about this search it on etsy you'll find it it's a bunch of awesome shirts and mugs mm-hmm. and you can also get shirts and mugs on the patreon at the ten dollar tier and the video version at the five dollar tier and the episodes early and lots know. of bonus content that we've been putting out over the years all of that's available if this show is not enough for you oh shit leave us a review on itunes oh my god <laughs> i mean apple podcast yeah do that we love reading those. We read every one of them. Or uh, wherever else you can review. Yeah. I'm not sure what other podcast platforms have a reviewing system, but I'm sure some of them do. So they, Most of them do. So go rate us, and then email us your review if it's at a place other than Apple, because we might not be able to read it, because it's hard to scour the entire Well, I mean, if you don't comments. care about us reading it or not, you don't have to email us. That's a good point, too. But if you do, if you do email, it, You can email just do us. it for yourself, though practice writing reviews it's a good practice 
start with us. I mean, we all want to get better at writing reviews for things on the internet, right? Yeah, I do. That's going to be a high school class soon. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Here's your no one could know about this dessert. It's hot dogs. (laughs) It's going to be hot dogs every week this (laughs) year. Fun police. Fun police. The fun police. I mean, isn't all police the fun police? Yeah, I guess. I guess they could be not the people who are policing fun, but the fun police. Oh. Like the police who are like throwing snowballs at kids on snow days. They're fun. The like, police, like you know, doing uh, the fun police, entering their own squad into like the soapbox derby, <laughs> that kind of shit. They should actually hire a whole group of cops who don't do any policing at all and just pay attention just to like community fun. events. And they're like, this weekend the Rotary Club has the pancake breakfast, <laughs> and we're gonna serve the pancakes. Kids are just calling nine one one because like they know the fun police always have balloons. Like a bunch of them know how to make like giraffes. Everybody's excited <laughs> to see the fun police. <laughs>